1: so much for joining us this wonderful evening my name is John Bosco Jita this is out of west national minister africa the number 1 podcast we are in joining us let's make a review that is uh, tonight's um, suggested uh, or suggested plan for discussion and uh, you're free to call in and you can even by the way give us your outstanding and outstanding say about what you've learned or you've been learning since that we've been uh, holding these services, from the point, from the first sermon. What do you remember? What can you remember from the first uh, sermon that we had before we went to other sermons in different areas? There are so many different areas that we tackled on, most especially uh, the area of uh, the private life of a Christian or a born again. So you can talk about any any area that you think that moved you and that's what you love the most uh when you've been following uh, on these podcasts the first thing that we need to remind ourselves that is the icebreaker of course icebreaker most of the times we get it from different books so we get you can get it from any book that we like we can choose you can you might even uh be having something so i'm just want to um send my greetings before we go on to everyone that is listening from australia america africa and then of course that is europe uh when we go to europe we talk about uk as a country we talk about uh even other countries but most especially i'm so interested uh africa our part of africa that is our mother country and that is uganda so it's so much a blessing once again to have you all of you just live on podcast listening and following all our services, all our programs, and may the living God really continue to bless you. What was your outstanding point? What was our stunning uh, thing when we've been discussing since we began this ministry? And uh, a lot of uh, episodes have been uploaded. I just want to remind you that you just go uh, on the platform of podcast, then you check and you can choose any, any episode that you feel like, that you would like to repeat. Maybe you missed up the entire episode, the entire show, so you can go back again and you make what you call uh, a review. You check on what you missed such that uh, you can understand and learn. Once again, those who are on WhatsApp, we are continuing to give you more of the services that are beyond of what you've been experiencing right now and uh, the living god is still in control to do his great work and the great work in your lives ladies and gentlemen we are so much happy that tonight we are together once again um maria goretti you can call in and i think today you have to discuss um about your under, your outstanding point about the podcast that we've been having since, and uh, another announcement that I would like to give as uh, Maria Gwete is calling in uh, is all about the cells. Cells have already begun in different districts. Uh, for instance, in the districts of Kamwenge, we have other cells in Mbarara We have other cells uh, in Soroti. We have a friend of ours in Nile. uh, Already they are going on and they are organizing these things slowly by slowly. Therefore, I would like to encourage that even the rest of people, wherever you are in those different countries, in those different uh, districts, those regions, municipalities, please, and even those are smallest and deep, deep, deep villages. You can start up with those cells, organize them, and then the glory of God shall be uh, given and to him. And another thing that I would like to give as an announcement is all about um, next year's um, live streams, live shows that are going to be starting on different uh, on different areas. They are going to be started in different churches, and we shall be uh, traveling from one place to another, trying to engage people, worshiping with people glorifying god together praising the living god together by his grace and by his mighty so we believe that at the end of the day we shall have the perfect and the right administration of christ jesus concerning or depending on the thing that we're gonna be doing for today's house breaker uh we would like to take it from um our very very poster and that poster is all about um The preview we've been talking about the 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 review let's make a review and uh, heart of worship national ministry africa is trying to advance in so many things um to make sure that we come out with something else somebody uh, posted a prayer another person gave us an encouraging word another person was sending us what we call articles to make sure that he can remind us of different issues or different things So the preview that we need to make, it is in the book of Romans, chapter 8 and verse 18. For I reckon that uh, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which which shall be revealed in us. And we are trying to say that childbirth can be a painful experience, even even with the best pain killers available. The stress and trauma of childbirth cannot be uh, lessened greatly. A mother giving birth may travel in labor for hours. Her contra- contractions may be painful and the birth process may be grueling. In that period of labor, she suffers greatly, uh, indeed, greatly. But as soon as she sees the face of that newborn child, all of that passes away. The suffering, the pain, disappears and is repressed by joy. Here Paul gives us a similar situation. Paul explains here that the gospel has great power to sustain us in times of trouble. He was not talking only about the trials that Christians in his time had to endure, but the sickness, pain and trouble that all Christians throughout time would have to endure. He said that no matter how difficult the suffering in this world is it does not even compare to the glory that awaits us in heaven the glory that will be revealed to us is so great in comparison to the suffering that preceded it we will not get or we will not forget our former trials when we get a glimpse of that glory sometimes when we when we receive success sometimes we believe in success because whenever we, we experience success we tend even to forget the pain that we have passed through so paul is reminding us that even though we are in that success again does not take away the glimpse of god's glory for god's glory to be manifested and there must be uh trials that have been experienced one time sometime back i was thinking of um uh, i was thinking of something like um uh, for us to bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit, those things that are that talked about in the book of Galatians where we see patience, where we see um, uh, kindness, where we see uh, gentleness and so on, endurance, those things are revealed when we are faced the time of trials because when you are tried, that's when you're going to bear that. There's no way how you can bear patience when you are not in the trial, when you are not tried, anyway. So you, you, are, you are tried and then you bear those fruits. In that moment you feel like you cannot go on, that moment you feel like things are so difficult and hard. You look everywhere, in all four corners <laughs> of your life, you start there is no way. You try to find the way out, you try to find a breakthrough, but indeed you cannot. And the only thing that you stay to do is to put your trust in Christ Jesus. In that moment, you bear the fruit of endurance, patience, kindness, gentleness, and so on, when you are tried in such moments. Otherwise, without those moments, we might not discover, we might not even know that really we are bearing the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, it's such a a thing that we need to think of. As we are continuing to think about all that I think uh, we need to give it more and more and more and more of the mind and a thinking of that that's the icebreaker you,
0: I can do anything. Oh, I can do all
1: That is, Chris Tomlin he said that nothing is impossible before the living God. Yes, we take that an opportunity to know that he's the everything. He's a great God. Welcome once again. We'll be back from that icebreaker, from the book uh, of Romans that we've read. That is chapter 8 and verse 18. I want to continue uh, saying that um, today's article is taken from the book. Guess which book? <laughs> today's article is taken from the book of first john and that's where our sermon is going to come from that's where we are going to reflect and trying to get what we call the the reviews of the different sermons we've been having since we had some of the themes like uh know yourself the themes of don't don't quit do it yourself the themes of uh um the principles uh there is a principle of. um, there is a principle of uh, design your life no the theme of design your life so there are so many themes we've been putting across but this article is taken from the book of first john and that is chapter 1 verse 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and we continue to understand that sometimes people tend to take God is love and everlasting mercy as a way for them to continue living irresponsibly when they are confronted about their actions their, their responses is God loves me for who I am we have that tendency and we normally say that yes he does but our love for him should compel us to be convicted of our sins and confess them to him God won't hold our sins against us. He is quick to forgive and swift to restore. Let's open up with prayer. Dear God, once again, I would like to thank you for your endless love and everlasting mercy. Father, I am sorry for any time I have taken you all your love for granted. If there has ever been a time where I tried to use the grace you have given so freely as an excuse to live irresponsibly, I humbly confess where I have erred, and I receive your forgiveness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and Amen. Yeah, that is um, our article today from the book of First John and chapter 9, no, chapter 1 and verse 9, that if we confess our sins is faithful and just to forgive us or to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes people we tend to take God's love and everlasting mercy as a way for them to continue or for us to continue living irresponsibly. So we are given grace so that we can have the moment of beseeching and repenting before the living God. But we should not take it as an opportunity of just continuing to sin before the living God. Rather, we are given an opportunity. It's an extension of time for us to think of how God has loved us and then we start to uh, take it as a very, very, very great thing. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we should not take it as like a wastage of time. We should not take it as an opportunity that we continue sending. Paul continues to remind us that uh, if now there is grace, shall we now continue to send? Because there is enough of grace, no. He was saying no. That is not acceptable. The thing is supposed to be is that when we are given the grace we are given time now to be back to christ and we repent so that we can be forgiven before the living god because every time we fall short of god's glory and we lose the opportunity and we lose what we call the uprightness before the living god righteousness of god is righteousness of god is given by god himself to those that are humbled those that are, uh, are full of humility and they can humble themselves to repent. When we look at the life of John the Baptist, even when he was baptizing the leave of Jordan, the man was always announcing one thing, that repent for the kingdom of God is near. Even Christ, when Christ Jesus came, that's the same thing that he emphasized. That all of us human beings will repent for the kingdom of God has come. So if we don't take it as a very and very crucial and critical thing, then we are missing out the point. We shouldn't so us just, just continue and do whatever that we want because we are under grace, because now we are under this under this rebate, we are allowed to do whatever we want. No. Giving us the freedom to make a decision of what we want doesn't mean that we are given the guarantee to do which is not uh, responsible before the living God. But we are required and requested to follow the Lord's um, um, commandments, the Lord's grace, and the law of this grace is all about love. That's why even Christ Jesus is emphasizing love. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, as love being emphasized, the law that combines and comprises all of the things that we need to do. Because when you love, you cannot kill. When you love, you cannot lie. When you love, you cannot deceive. You cannot deceive the person that you love unless when you love that person. So it is very impossible under this law, this new covenant of love that is written on our hearts that we need exactly and indeed, right uh, to 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 walk in love in the grace of god responsibly this liberty we need to know its meaning and its importance not just of taking it for granted and using it to do our own things therefore It's such something that we need to check on our hearts. And that's why we continue to say a private life of a born again need to be checked out every time and every day. It's a daily examination of someone's life. Today you're living, tomorrow you don't know what's going to happen. Today you're here, tomorrow you don't know what you're going to be. Today you're doing something, you don't know what's going to, to happen tomorrow. He reminds us in the book of James that we shouldn't even boast about tomorrow. People who say that I will go and I buy in the market the other day or the other time. No way. That cannot make any sense. What makes sense is to make a statement that as God wills, if it is God's will that we shall live even tomorrow and we shall go to buy, trade, and so on, then we thank God for that. But no one can predict the future, no one can predict what is going to happen tomorrow. It is on regard. As we don't know the day that is coming back for us, it's the same way that we cannot know what goes to happen even the next minute, even the next second, even the next microsecond. Therefore, we need to be critical in in the way how we practice our liberty of grace, how we practice our opportunity of this love that he gave us. He continues to remind us that It was Him who first loved us before even we loved Him. Therefore, we should take it as something precious, as something good, as something better, and even beyond being best. The perfect love that He showed by giving out or granting out His Son, Christ Jesus, to die for us at the cross. And the blood that He poured, the flesh that was pierced, the stripes that He received, the tears that He cried... The life that he passed through, the humiliation that he faced, and so on—all those things that reminds us whenever we come together on the Lord's supper. And he said that as we're taking this blood, as taking this bread, this is in remembrance of me. We are remembering the work that he did at the cross. That's why he has told us that if we confess our sins, he is ready and able to do. He is ready. To forgive us at any point and any day. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, let it be a great and a greater and a better opportunity to be in God's presence of having this grace for every day, for every time. He is faithful and He is awesome. He can do it for us in Jesus' name, Son of the Living God. That is our today's article therefore before we go into the word i would like to give you something and something and something um something okay Uh, that is Brian Lovega He said that those who are waiting upon the Lord uh, Indeed, even His grace is so powerful And great, and great, and great It's such a wonderful song That gives a meaning of different aspects In different aspects So, we are reminding ourselves And uh, right now we are heading in the book of First John As we've read from there And we are going to deliver our message from the same book 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9 We continue to get more different scriptures that are giving us the confirmation That if we confess our sin, that's the first thing that we do He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness Now, for us to be cleansed from all unrighteousness There is a step we need to take And the step that we take that's called confession of our sins there is a power of forgiveness in the confession of our sins and to God who is faithful to listen to us. People may not even forgive you. You might for, uh, repent before people. People may not forgive you, but they may give you gap. You hear some people say, nywa, Because there is a difference between muntu, no question you want to. Oye ye mwesigwa Eram mutufu nyo, era mwengkanya Okutusonye ibibi afibu yangyinyinyi Notutukuza okutuja mwutari butukirifu So, Christo mwetegefu okutuja mwutari butukirifu Singa, we confess our sins When we read in the book of Psalms chapter 32 and verse 5 The Bible says I acknowledged my sin to you that is the first statement that David makes. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. Some of us, when we uh, when we do mistakes, when we are in a sinful life, we tend to hide, and thinking that when we hide, the Lord is not seeing us. But God is seeing us. He's watching over us. The same David said that even if I hide myself under the ocean, even if I dug, I dig the very deepest pit in the soil, again you still looking at me. Even if I cover myself with all kinds of stones, again you still looking at me. He knew this. He understood this. Now David got to know that when he acknowledged his sin, he, 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 he opened up his heart and he gave out his life. And he gave out his sin unto Christ the forgiver, the God who can forgive, and he did not cover his iniquity. Then he continued saying that I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. So when he uncovered his sin, when he confessed the transgressions to the Lord, that's when he was forgiven. Even he discovered and he got to know that he was forgiven before the living God. What kind of sin have you done and you think that God cannot forgive you? God can forgive you indeed. It was David who just acknowledged his sin to the Lord. And he did not cover his iniquity. But he confessed his transgression to the Lord. And when he did that, that's what happened. The Lord forgave him. So we should not hesitate to come before the living God and we believe for God to change us, to transform us and to forgive our sins. He is faithful and able to do exceedingly and abundantly in our lives. There is nothing that God does not see but he is waiting for our humbleness. He is waiting for our humbling hearts. He's waiting for our broken hands to come back to him as we have recognized that really we have sinned before him. And we say, Lord, indeed we pray, indeed we are beseeching you that you forgive us. Otherwise, if we do not, that, if we do, not do that, then we are missing out the point. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we need to confess our sins unto the living God. Let us acknowledge our sins to the living God. Let us not cover our iniquity unto the Lord. But the the, the, the the scriptures are calling us to be, to confess. The scriptures are calling us to confess our transgressions before the living God. And God is able and is ready to forgive our iniquity of our sin. And again, when we look in the book of that same, chap- that same book, Psalms, but in chapter 51 and verse 3, the Bible says that, For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. So, David speaks all these things because at the background of David, we understand that David was one of the men in the Bible who always discovered his mistakes. And whenever he discovered that he had done something wrong before the living God, he always turned back to God for repentance. When he repented, and always, his purpose of repentance was all about being forgiven. He was looking for forgiveness. He was looking for forgiveness from the living God. Of which most of times in this generation, what we ignore. We normally ignore that. We find ourselves in mistakes, but even we fear. And sometimes you don't want even to say anything concerning like, I'm sorry, or something like, I will never do it again. Something like, I'm very sorry, thank you. They are those simple, simple words that someone can use or can confess and to show that really you have shown your humility before the living God. So the transgressions that always we perform, the trespasses that always we perform, the sins that we end up uh, doing in our lives committed, we Sometimes we do not take that moment and that time to beseech before the living God. And we say, Lord, please forgive us indeed. Here we have done this and this and this. He continues saying, Againest you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. David is continuing to open up. He's saying that, Father, even if I try to do my level best, but again, in in sin, did my mother conceive me? When we were being born, we are we are born in sin. Our parents gave birth to us or to us already in sin. Because the Bible says in the book of Romans that through one man sin came into the world. And through one man, that's when salvation came to the world. Therefore we have hope. Though before we didn't have hope that the sin had come into the world, there are many and all have sinned. As Romans say, that through Adam all men sinned, all of us would become sinners. But through Christ Jesus, under this new covenant of love, that's where now salvation came to many. And that's the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Therefore, we should not be hopeless, but we need to develop that boldness, knowing that we have the mediator, Christ Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit who intercedes on our behalf every time, day and night, beseeching before the living God, That priest, may you give them another chance. May you give them another opportunity. Though this and this has happened, Christ Jesus is our mediator. The Bible says he was given out as a ransom to pay for our sins. He nailed everything at the cross. And now he became the person who reconciles us between us and God. And that's why we have that liberty and that opportunity, the grace to have access to the living Father. That's why he concludes saying that no one goes to his father without passing through him. Therefore, even here in the Old Testament, when look in the book of Psalm fifty one and verse from verse three, David is continuing to giving us what we call a recap, a glimpse of what he was meaning. He was talking about his sinful nature, how hard it is for him to change according to himself. In other words, he needed the Savior, he needed the salvation, he needed a helper to help him in that. And he knew that it was only the Lord to help him in that. Because in sin did his mother conceive him and the same thing to us right now. So therefore he says, you delight in truth in the inward being and you teach me wisdom in the sacred heart. Pardon me with the high soap, and I shall be clean wash me and i shall be wither than snow let me hear joy and gladness let the bones that you have broken rejoice hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me to the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God, my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. All that is declared by David. He knew his position of his inner life, most especially his heart. That his heart was sinful and he could not even make it in life. But he knew who can help him. He knew his mediator and he trusted in the Lord for the forgiveness of his sins. Therefore, even up to now, ladies and gentlemen, we can have the same thing. We can be forgiven if at all we give ourselves to Christ for forgiveness and remission and renewal of our lives. When we read the book of Proverbs and chapter 28 and verse 13, that whoever conceals his transgressions will will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. The reason as to why most of times we suffer in life is because we have not endeavored to surrender our burdens, to surrender our iniquities, to surrender our sins, to surrender our heavy things, loads, our heavy burdens, unto Christ. Because always we think that we can go away with it. We think that we can handle it ourselves, but we cannot. Proverbs reminds us and encourages us that no, you will not prosper if at all you conceal, if at all you remain, if at all you carry your transgressions with yourself. You cannot. You can't prosper. You're going to be bounded. You're going to be in a bondage of that sin. You're going to be in a bondage of that burden. You're going to be in a bondage of that kind of a of hardened things. But when you confess, the thing is in a confession, because confession brings the reverence, and the reverence is from the Lord, because when you confess, it means your heart and your mouth has to be in connection. So that what you confess is reality of what really you say and you have felt indeed guilty of what you've been doing, of who you are, in terms of sinful nature. So, he says that we who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Mercy is for those who have made a decision to confess their sins, their iniquities to confess their weaknesses and to the living God, not to men, not to people, but to the mediator, and that is Christ Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, who hears us every time and guides us and leading us in everything that we are doing. The reason as to why even we take long to listen to the God's voice, the Holy Spirit's speech, the Holy Spirit's guidance, it's because of our sinful nature, unrighteousness, iniquities, the sin is always everywhere to us or in us. Therefore, we need to recognize and come to the discovery of the grace of God and the blessing of God that he has given us to be having this opportunity that really, when we confess our sins with our hearts, with all well-devoted God can forgive us at all levels and at all in everything. And he said that blessed is the one who fears the Lord always. It's not just once, but always. So we should not fear God. We should not follow God. We should not love God only in some few days and some few weeks, in some few months. This month we love him. The other month we don't. Just because of some trials. Because of some tribulations. Because of some tests that are coming in our lives. Because of the temptation that we face in life. He says he's there for us. We are strong in him. He is making us strong. He always makes us strong. In whatever that we are doing. And we can overcome. And we can do that indeed. And he says that once we harden our hearts. He will fall we shall fall into calamity the problems that we face it's because of our hardening of hearts because we have not opened up we have not confessed we have not surrendered our burdens unto Christ that's why we feel so heavy carrying out things that we don't know where to take them no Christ says is the way, the truth, and life. He gives life, he gives rest to those who are burdened, to those who are hard-laden, for those who are having roads. He can give you rest, so he can give us rest. Let us continue to examine ourselves in these areas, and I believe we have an opportunity and we have a chance um, to overcome in all ways and at all times. Like a lowering lion or a charging bear, is a wicked ruler over a poor people. A ruler who lacks understanding is a cruel oppressor, but who waits and just gain will prolong his days. If one is burdened with the blood of another, he will be fugitive until death. Let no one help him. However, walks in the integrity will deliver, and he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, Let's think about these things. Let's say about these things. When you go back in First John chapter 1 and verse 8, he continuously reminds us that if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. How comes? When you read in the book of Job chapter 15 and verse 14, what is man? that he be that he can be pure or oh, he who is born of a woman that he can be righteous behold god puts no trust in his holy ones and the heavens are not pure in his sight how much less one who is abominable and corrupt a man who drinks any like water we should not be hypocritic we need to discover our position that we we are sinners We fall short of God's glory. Then we come to the point of humbling ourselves with broken hearts and we confess our sins so that we can be forgiven. And that is Job chapter 15 and verse 14 that gives us that. When you go to Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 35, again he continues to say, You say, I am innocent. Surely his anger has turned from me. Behold, I will bring you to judgment for saying... I have not sinned. If we confess that, that we have not sinned, we are bring judgment upon our lives. Because we are going to be checked, we are going to be tested, we are going to be followed up. That's why David says, Lord, help me and light a torch in my heart so that you can take out whichever darkness that is in me. However much you can feel as if there is nothing going on in life, you feel like everything is perfect, everything is okay. No way. No way. Under God's grace, it is Christ that needs to make you perfect. Chapter 5 and verse 45 in the book of Matthew says that let us be perfect as the very Father is perfect. That perfection is made by Christ. That's why Paul says that in Christ Jesus, that's when you receive the perfection after being cleansed from your sins. Therefore, how much you go about changing your way. You shall be put to shame as we are put to shame by Assyria. Therefore, that's how Jeremiah uh, again continued to make a nail in that. Lastly, I would like to talk about uh, James chapter 3 and verse 2. Continues to give us uh, or maybe flow more light about that. For we all stumble in many ways. For all, we stumble in many ways. James 3, verse 2. That we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man and able also to bridle his whole body. Therefore, when you read down there, he was trying to talk about even to... uh, He was talking about the character of the tongue, giving the traits of the tongue. But my, my, my point of interest in verse 2, that for we all stumble in many ways. There is no way how you can understand that really he have done this and this. It might be just maybe thoughts. It could, be, um, it could be just thoughts. It could be plans. You may think that the plans you're making are right. But really they're not right. They might be evil somewhere. They might include the evil elements. And sometimes you might think that you are right when you're not right. Therefore, we stumble in so many ways. But if someone does not stumble in what he says, the Bible says he's a perfect man. Able also to bridle his whole body. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we need to know all that. And we need to understand all that. For the sake of our lives, I to put our lives in in a proper position. With Christ Jesus, we need to allow and accept that really we fall short of God's glory. So therefore, we need salvation. We need a savior. We need a king to help us. We need Jesus to cleanse us. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening for tonight. And uh, I believe it has been an awesome and a trial moment of everyone to check on his or her heart to see where is your stand, how far, where have you reached uh, when it comes to things of being upright with God. Yeah, we stumble in so many ways, but guess what, we have hope. Christ says, if we confess our sins and in that broken heart and we accept that really we are sinners before him, he's ready to forgive us and he's ready to help us. He's our mediator in all ways, in Jesus' name. We thank the Almighty God for tonight. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for loving us up to this point. We didn't know that King of God Father we stumble in all many ways. But we would like to say that we've come before you humbling ourselves for transformation, for change. We are calling for your grace. We are calling for your mighty we are calling for your mighty hand to change us, to transform us, to forgive us, to take away all the sins that we've committed and you make us new. King of glory Father, in all things, we would like to say that you are the only one that we can trust in, you are the only one that we can put our trust in, you are our potential, our mediator, our helper, our change and transformer. Tonight, may you protect everyone those that are working from different places, those that are in their businesses, those that are in different countries, may you continue to guide and change, reveal, and may you open up our eyes and our ears always to listen and see exactly what you are pointing to us. Father King of Glory, we, put, we continue to put our trust in you as we believe in change and we believe in transformation of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. May God bless you so much. We can meet on Sunday in Jesus' name. At the same time. Don't forget, sales are going on. Secondly, our services are going on throughout the week on podcasts and other social media platforms. And of course, even next year we are starting live streamings. And of course, we shall be worshiping together, praising God together as Heart of Worship the National Ministry Africa, the number one podcast. We are the christian family indeed we are the christian family another thing that i would like to talk, uh, talk about is uh before you go across another thing that i'd like to talk about is all about um, reminding people uh, please use your gadgets wisely use your gadgets wisely your status can make a difference use your status to worship god use your gadgets to glorify the living god in Jesus' name and by and by doing that you save a lot of people unknowingly yes you save a lot of people unknowingly i'm telling you that therefore take it as a very 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 big opportunity to do in Jesus' name and um the last but not the least i would like to extend this wonderful message unto you in jesus' name son of the living god hey, of no, washington national ministry africa mtima guo kusinza the christian fabu amaka guo kusinza yobili wako sato mtima guo kusinza mtima guo kusinza mtima guo kusinza this is the number one podcast Bani na mwe yes that is that is the christian family that we are talking about yeah we are improving, sorry by sorry ladies and gentlemen have a good night